Um, uh, real quick. Um, I might as well uh, just jump in uh, real quick. Um, for all, the, all of you who have been, oh, man, I'm like stumbling all over my words today. <laughs> for everybody who's joining today or this week, uh, we have a special guest. Um, he is not one of our uh, winners from the uh, film festival, but instead um, he came across uh, through Facebook and, and I saw the trailer and I was hooked. And, and I had to cyber stalk him. So um, here shortly, I'll introduce the man who, if you're watching us on YouTube, you get to see who he is. Um, but if you're listening to us, I'll, I'll do a quick introduction. But real quick, admin-wise, um, I wanted to thank everybody who's been um, sharing, liking, and subscribing. We've had a lot of increase in, uh, in momentum for Film Noobs, which I appreciate, uh, especially because we are back. Uh, we're coming back. Um, and I love the fact that we are having a lot of content creators, uh, directors. Last week, we had um, somebody in the wrestling business who is also in the film industry, uh, part of the film noobs. Um, and if you are a content creator, uh, hit us up. We would love to watch your movie, um, talk shit with you, not about you. Um, but yeah, hit us up on uh, silentflightmedia.com. Um, or no, film noobs doesn't have a, a an actual email. We're too cheap for that. Um, so yeah, I just hit us up at our parent company. Um, other than that, uh, let's welcome our our guest for this week, uh, Sam Gaffin. I got that correct? Yes, that's it. Ah, that's it. All right, cool. Uh, so Sam Gaffin, he is a comic book artist. Uh, he is a graphic designer, an animator, a film uh, connoisseur, and I'll explain why he's a film connoisseur in a little bit, um, and a musician, right? Uh, yeah. Did I forget anything? Uh, I think you got it all. Yeah. There's probably other <laughs> stuff, but uh, I forget. Writer, director, you know, <laughs> actor. <laughs> yeah, I'm always trying to get into something something new. Yeah. All right. So uh, real quick, just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself from your month. Oh, from my... Okay, let's see. Who am I? Well, uh, Who are you? I'm Sam, and uh, and I just directed a movie called Robotica Destructiva, and it's uh, based on these uh, robot characters. And um, basically, it all came out from a a band that I put together years ago with my friends uh, uh, Charles Harris, Samuel Williams, and Mike McGowan called the Killer Robots. And it started out we were we had big dreams of doing like a um, a multimedia project of um, uh, basically based on these robot characters, Otto, Trog, uh, Max, and Strobo. And we did we did little comic books like photo comics. We we dressed up in our costumes and uh, took pictures and and photoshopped them into all these scenes. So we did like one little comic book, and then we did a an animated like holiday special. I think it was a no, it was like a yeah, it was just a cartoon. <laughs> we did a holiday special too, where we uh, we got together and we filmed some weird time travel thing with Santa Claus and and Satan, and and uh, it turned out to be the the same person at the end. And, and uh, let's see, what else did we do? Uh, yeah, we, we kind of bounced around. We were playing a lot of shows around around town, and uh, and yeah, we eventually we we made a movie called uh, "The Killer Robots in the Battle for the Cosmic Potato," which was really low budget and uh, had some some uh, some really uh, primitive uh, special effects. And uh, but you know, it was a good time, and we learned a lot. Yeah. So we did another one where we. Uh, 
where we uh, did all practical effects to uh, avoid the um, the cheap uh, CGI. So we we built everything out of like recyclable plastics and old toys we'd get from flea markets and we glue them together and we'd come up with all these weird robotic monsters and creatures and and we'd bash them together in uh, Adobe After Effects and and before you know it, we had a we had another movie <laughs> and then uh, then we did uh, we just did robotic and destructive uh, where we went back to uh, CGI and uh, kind of a mix between CGI and the recyclable type of type of models and 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 a couple of little stop motion characters in there you probably spot if you look out for them cool cool yeah um and i totally forgot to 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 actually uh say the name of the movie that we were going to talk about first um because i got so excited because i'm actually talking to you and i've been wanting to talk to you and 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 some of our our listeners might not know this uh, it it actually took us a little bit longer than what it would have because we had some issues and whatnot, you know, right. getting, you know, paths crossing. But before then, it took me, man, almost about, I want to say two weeks to find a way of reaching you. Because every oh, really? site I went out to, I couldn't find a direct email to you. Oh, it was like leave a comment here. And I'm like, no, I don't want to leave a comment. I want to talk to the man. I want to. I want to. I want to. Just direct connection to him, you know. It's like I, I need the man who knows the man or something. Right, right. Anyways, but yeah, it, it took me a minute, but luckily we now we're talking. But yes, the yeah. reason, the biggest reason I reached out to you uh, was because, like I said, on Facebook, um, your your recent movie, uh, Robotica Destructiva. Yeah, I like seeing it. That, <laughs> um, showed up, and I was like, wow. And the trailer. And for those of you guys, if you get a chance to, and I'm gonna put a link to it, check it out. Check out just the trailer alone. It's gonna hook you in. Um, it was it was badass. It was crazy, cheesy goodness, uh, lo-fi, oh man, sci-fi. It just it was a mash of a lot of things. Like you said, it was a multimedia project. And when you get a hold of something like that, it 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 like really turns you on and you're like, heck yeah, I want to see this. And yeah. and once I saw yeah. it, and then I noticed that you had two more other films, which is uh uh, killer robots crash and burn and then you had um the other one killer robots uh i'm reading it because i don't remember everything <laughs> against the cosmic oh battle for the cosmic potato oh, yeah it's a long one <laughs> um yeah i was like dude so this guy's got a whole world to this hell yeah, yeah let me yeah. i need to talk to him <laughs> he's he's my kind of guy um and basically because again with film noobs our platform is independent filmmakers hmm. and so far you are like you are the man right now. <laughs> you have Thanks, a man. world. <laughs> you have a comic book to go with your films, and you have a band. What so, is yeah. you? <laughs> hey, bro, you, you're you're killing it. So, yeah. how did the whole killer robot world come about, though? Uh, it was just basically um, <clears throat> uh, something I I'd always thought about. I, I had a picture in my head of robots on a stage playing instruments and. Even though I didn't know how to play an instrument I, at the time, I, I still wanted to yeah. do it. And uh, uh, how that all came about, I, I don't know. Probably Saturday morning cartoons. That's what I tell everybody. Saturday morning cartoons, uh, movies from the 80s, that RoboCop and Terminator, yeah. all that stuff. Oh, Guar, I got to say Guar, of course. That's a yeah. huge influence. And, you know, stuff like that would just cobble together. And it's like, I think we, we can do something... Uh, you know, kind of like that, but a little bit different. And, you know, and, uh, 
Yeah, so it's hard to tell where ideas come from. They just, uh, you know, and, and of course, once the once the other guys came on board, and then you know, it transformed even more. Like, uh, okay. like uh, I think Mike had suggested, oh, we should we should have we should come from space. And I was like, well, all right, because I had I had some um, some elaborate story about how we were we were created by this corporation on on earth and all this stuff and but he said space i was like all right that sounds way better <laughs> so, <laughs> that, you know and then, and then you know like uh the guy who plays this character called strobo you know he came up well actually we came up with all our own designs and stuff but yeah and 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 everybody's personalities they kind of inform the characters so so yeah i think i could take credit for everything it's like everybody just kind of once they're on board it's like a, okay that that character's something that that very unique and and um yeah pretty much uh after a while it becomes a uh a uh, what would you call it a, a big old multi-part voltron type robot yeah. machine <laughs> well because yeah. when i saw it right i got i got um feelings of one of the old Transformers, uh, 80s, you know, the old mm-hmm. 80s cartoon. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, man, this is like a live action Transformers. And right. then I was like, okay, it also reminds me of um, some of the Kiss movies. Um, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, man, it's black and white. So this this kind of gives me a little feel of more modern. Um, mm-hmm. Which one was it? The one um, uh, Robert Rodriguez uh, filmed it. It was in black and white. Um, oh, was the it? Sin City was it? Yeah, Sin City. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, oh, and then the last thing that kind of clicked into me, and I don't know if you ever remember watching it. It was a it was a kids cartoon on HBO called Crash Robot. Oh wow! Or Cashbot. Crashbot. Okay. I'm sorry, Crashbot. Crashbot. Crashbox. Crashbox. Yes. My wife's okay. over there, like, no, you oh, yeah. you got the wrong name. I told you I'll already. Write that many down. Times. <laughs> yeah, Crashbox. Crash. Crash box. And so it was a mash of a lot of things. And I was like, man, oh, yeah. dude. So every time I, I watched something, I would pick little nitpicks here and there and everything. And of course, you know it's lo-fi because it is meshed together. But mm-hmm. when you put it together, the formula was just on point. You know what right. I mean? Because it, it, a lot of times you get taken out of mm-hmm. the, the, the film because of some little nitpicky or like the soda okay. can was one and now it's whatever. But this one is like, dude, it, it's meant to be that way. It, it That's cool. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. but I yeah, loved it. I, I really loved it. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really liked how it came together. You know, it's like uh, every movie you kind of, you kind of look at it and like, okay, there's probably, there's probably more I could have did to fix that, but you just kind of, but this is what it is. You put it out. But this one, I, I felt like a lot, a lot of the pieces felt felt where they were supposed to, and and uh, and I've seen it so many hundreds of times because I had to edit it yeah. together, you know. And it's like I, I would still get kind of caught up in it, the story, even though you know I had seen it and kind of develop over hundreds, maybe thousands of times. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. now I got a question here for you. Um, when, when we're talking about like, and, and you kind of brought it up a little bit, um, just make sure I get this right. Your okay. first one from the killer robot, um, world was, um, 2009, which cosmic potato, right. Yep. Yep. And you said that was all CGI. 
Yeah, all CGI except for the characters, you know, on yeah. the green screen and stuff. Roger. Um, and then after that was 2016 Crash and Burn. Mm-hmm. Um, most of that was all uh, practicals yep. with a little bit of you know embellishing here, whatever. Right, right. Um, yeah. but then robotic the de- robotica destructiva, you mm-hmm. went back to your CGI roots. Yeah, I went back to CGI. I mean, you still have uh, you still have the robot characters. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think it pretty much all the spaceships and uh, settings were were CGI. I use this program called Element 3D where you could okay. you can get like uh, different like uh, different models and bash them together and create yeah. different settings and stuff. Oh, so that, my daughter was right. Oh yeah, I I, I could have sworn that the the ships were actual physical models. Oh yeah, because I I saw the first one, which was which was a uh, robotica destructiva, and I was like, he he at least has to have the little models because they look like they're shaking, like if somebody was pulling them. Oh on the yeah, screen. yeah. <laughs> I was like, they gotta be you know physical models, and then she's like, no, it's CGI. I'm, I'm gonna ask her. But now you're <laughs> you just know, like, yeah. <laughs> there were some robots in there because I figured out with like stop motion because you know I don't know if you watch like a an old Harryhausen movie where. Where there's that weird jitter when like yeah. the dinosaur is moving and stuff, and I figured out how how to do that with CGI the robot CGI robots is uh-huh. like, I would because you know in CGI it makes it all even so it's all mm-hmm. smooth so I just go in and just tweak every step a little bit so it it messed it up so so it messed up the timing when they're going around so so all of a sudden you'd have this weird jitter when they're moving yeah. around and stuff so uh, but, okay um, so that's yeah. what got me. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. I did so, sneak in. Go, 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 go. No, no, go, go. Oh, yeah. There was a there's a couple of stop motion characters at the end. There's one that kind of he he's got one big red eye, and he and there's like a there's what's his name uh Desicron, and then there's a Morgan on one side, and there's like the stop motion character that kind of steps in real quick, and he turns around and he gets him he gets impaled and dragged out within like a second. <laughs> and that was. <laughs> So that was him, and then there's a there's another one with Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, his his head is projected on this disc of this one robot, and he's like a not, he's a very very primitive animated uh, robot there. But but there, I worked in two stop motion characters. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? How was working with with Lloyd? How was that? Uh, well, I was actually there. Uh, Crystal, who played uh, the character called Luna. Uh-huh. She had moved to New York, so she she actually went down to Troma Studios and and shot the sh- shot his footage and uh, and recorded his voice and stuff. Yeah, she had a great time. They I guess they took her on the tour of the studio. <laughs> now, was it hard? Because I mean, you're in Florida, mm-hmm. so like pitching the idea to Lloyd, which is again a lot of us, you know, he's the grandfather of lo-fi, oh, yeah. <laughs> freaking <laughs> you know, low-budget filmmaking. Um, how was that pitching uh, something that you had from where you're at and be like, Hey dude, you know, would you like to be involved in this or, or what? Yeah. I just asked him and he said yes. And and then, then it was just the matter of scheduling. Cause I think we tried to, I think Crystal tried to uh, catch him at a, uh, at the trauma dance film festival. And I think uh-huh. he showed up uh, a little late and went straight to his table. So that, that didn't pan out. And so so we just worked out the scheduling so she could go down to the studio and and do that that was the only that was the only problem really yeah 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 lloyd seems like the, he's like a very accessible film producer yeah compared to compared to a lot of people <laughs> that's in okay. the industry he's yeah he'll he'll 
he'll return your calls and he'll he'll probably be in your movie too if you you know if, uh, you can work it out with him that's <laughs> awesome that's crazy man because yeah it, oh going back to the question i had earlier about the the timeline um you could see the progression um and and no offense and then when i first saw the the first one the cosmic potato oh, yeah. to to crash and burn i was like wow there's a big disparity oh, there yeah. of, of <laughs> one from just cgi or, or vfx to practicals i was like not only that but i mean the quality was was so distinct you know what yeah. I mean? And, and but then and we after were that, saying the same thing when we first saw the first footage of the of the crash and burn, we we're like, "Wow, this looks a lot different." <laughs> you know? Yeah, it definitely. Uh, yeah, it was definitely a jump. The first one we shot it on a a little mini DV camera, uh-huh. and it was like a, and yeah, we we really didn't know what we were doing, and and you know, but I'm still happy with it. It's just this goofy pop pop yeah. culture looking thing and you know and we we knew what to do after that where it's like uh, okay don't do any cgi we'll just make <laughs> everything <laughs> well, well, okay with that and with that in mind though you just said it right now robotica destructiva you went back to your roots of of uh, cgi yeah. why did you decide to do that when 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 uh crash and burn was very well done practically right well it took a really long time to 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 make all those models and they and they were just everywhere and uh and yeah my my house looks like a big giant robot exploded it's just <laughs> still there <laughs> but uh yeah it was like uh there were some parts where i could i i could like when you build your set and you, you photograph everything and it's like you you're pretty much limited to that angle and yeah. and you can kind of, you can kind of move it around in in after effects but it you kind it kind of looks weird and uh so you know I, what i did is i tried out element 3d and it had like a um and it just it looked way better than the cosmic potato uh mm-hmm. stuff i i did like years ago so and I had the added benefit of like after I shot all the filmed all the characters and got them into After Effects and I set up my uh, my um, CGI set on Element 3D. I was able to move it around and if if it didn't look right, it, I could just yeah basically just move it around and 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 I was done and. Okay. and it looked good to me, so uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it looked it looked it. Looked, Again, I loved it. I, I really loved it. But yeah, you could definitely see the difference though. Again, well, right. Besides the fact that your first one, the cosmic potato, was was I guess your entry level uh, into the, the, the film world as opposed to right. now, you could see the big difference. But between the last two films, the one in 2016 and the one in 2023, you could mm-hmm. still see some differences, but it was still within almost the same world where you're like okay cool I, right it has it, yeah. it's improved because he's improved you know like all mm-hmm. of us should improve but right. you haven't gone so far to where you know for example star wars the prequels look way better 
and it looks so much more cleaner, so much more nicer, so much more everything, more crisper, more. And I'm like, right. uh, you kind of throw oh, again, you, you, you get taken out of that whole world of like, well, we were here. Why are we back here? And so forth. Right. So, but yeah, no, you <laughs> yeah. did great, man. Now, did you go to school for this? Uh, see, I went to a little school in um, in Melbourne, Florida. I think it's called Florida Metropolitan University right now. It's called Phillips Junior College way back in the day. But uh, yeah, it was like a it was back in the early '90s, so they they didn't have any of the the computer editing yet, and so it was very uh, very. I think they were still using um, I think they're called Umatic three quarter inch tapes, like for oh, wow. uh, and these gigantic cameras, and and it, but that was pretty cool, you know, because you you could you, you could see how you could the technology back then was basically you're you're in order to edit, you had to to copy a tape to another tape and and yeah there was all this thinking up uh, yeah stuff that so you, by the time you're done with your project it was like three or four generations down if you wow. had any kind of effects or anything like that but yeah when i first heard about like um like computerized editing you know what they're talking about oh you just drag and drop and i was just like what well, how do you do that yes yeah, so <laughs> i didn't believe it i was like that doesn't that does, that's not real <laughs> you <laughs> upload it into a computer <laughs> wow. you don't lose so, anything <laughs> so you're all self-taught then uh oh yeah yeah or well you know youtube well at least we're like computer. <laughs> uh, what's that so so a lot of this what you you've been doing for for your films are actually self-taught oh yeah 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 Man, i mean you yeah. Yeah, YouTube tutorials can you just if you look for them, you you know it's like a if you have something in your mind that you want to create, you're like, how do I do that? And just start uh, typing into YouTube, <laughs> something will come so up. So crazy. <laughs> yeah. So how long did it actually from like when you shoot it to? Well, let's go back a little bit more. Okay. Um, building the costumes because a lot of it again. If you look at the film, guys, um, you'll see that most of it is actually built from scratch, like literally built from scratch. How long does it take for you to design to build and then getting ready to shoot? That Just that yeah. one process. Well, the original uh, the original costumes for the band, was it was like a couple months. We just uh, kind of, it was kind of sort of designed. And sort of made up as we went along. We were we were building them out of fiberglass and and uh, everything you could imagine. And uh, like Trog, the, there's a the big guy with the big fists. He had yeah. he had two buckets and with these like uh, we we carved the uh, the fists out of foam and and um, just covered them with fiberglass and and so yeah, it was a couple months. Um, mostly after work, we we come out and we start sanding fiberglass and stuff. Now for the movies, like Crash and Burn, there's so many costumes. You just kind of do a quick drawing and then go to Home Depot and buy some like sign, like plastic sign material, yeah, and uh, and and get goop, duct tape, and zip ties, and a bunch of spray paint, and just <laughs> just go crazy. Like uh, there's one character, he's got spikes on his shoulders. We just got some little cones, yeah, glued them on there, and. Uh, and you know you get like Chinese food containers, and you can glue them all over the place, or any kind of packaging, yeah. just uh, that has those weird shapes where you know you might buy like a tool or something, uh -huh. and so it has a shape in the plastic. So you cut that out, glue it on, and spray paint it up silver, and like add some like 
black in there to make it look rough. And before you know, it looks like a big old robot. <laughs> Man, you went through a lot of silver paint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a yeah, lot of yeah. silver paint. Yeah, I wonder how now, much is in my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as like with 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 the robots, the four guys, right? Yeah, yeah. the fame main um major characters have they kept the same? I thought they did. Um, have they kept the same character? And how do you uh call for continuity between each film as far as like the costumes go? Well, the movies are kind of. S- their own separate entity they don't really lead into each other so so we don't have to worry about continuity but but the costumes do look you can tell they're they're changing with each movie like strobo i think is um he's got some parts on top of his chest piece that are just dangling in this movie and robotic and destructiva and uh yeah something falls off or something in between movies and you know, during shows. So, so there's, there's a little bit of difference. Uh, you might, they actually, yeah, they just look more beat up every movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I was going to say the, the, this last one, I think I was trouble who had this little dangling thing yeah, yeah. throughout the whole movie. And I was like, it, it kind of, was... kind of fit his personality in the movie. Cause he, he seems like he's just over everything. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. you know? but I do got to say my favorite has to be Trog. Just oh yeah, muscle. that's everybody's favorite. Yeah, they yeah, <laughs> everybody just, can identify with Trog for some reason. <laughs> Something about it him. is because he just he doesn't really say much. He just right. goes with it. You know, <laughs> if he can't fix it, he breaks it. And if he yeah, can't break yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great description. I like that. But yeah, oh, as uh, I was going to ask you because I was looking on my other screen. Um, as far as like the girls in Robotica. A lot of them are wearing what I'm imagining, like silver paint or yeah, okay, silver silver makeup, yeah, silver makeup. So a lot of this again goes back to practical applications. Oh you yeah, didn't do yeah. Any, you yeah know, once it comes to like they kind of these humanoid robot characters, it's all mm-hmm. it's all yeah makeup. They almost kind of look like silent movie makeup in a way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, plastic gluing stuff together, and and uh, you know, watching stuff fall off, and then you go stop everything, glue it back on, or, <laughs> and uh, there's always something. Man, it, it's just crazy because yeah, I would love to see the behind. I saw one one little documentary you had on your site, on your Vimeo site, on the doc, the behind the scenes and how you made the animation one. Okay. But I would love to see a behind the scenes of all your films from the beginning to now. Oh, uh, yeah. you know, using the green screen, you know, building these sets. No, are, are, are you ever going to put anything out like that? Or Yeah, or? We, I did do something short. I don't know if you've seen it on uh, YouTube. Uh, it's called The Construction of Destruction. and does like a little brief overview. Not really a behind the scenes of like a production, but there's like an overview of the whole series and project but yeah we've talked about doing like a uh a documentary but that's a good idea though like a like a like a in-depth behind the scenes of um of the show we did some little stuff like uh there's one it's like a it shows the the process of um one of the shots from crash and burn where this character raya is uh jumping around getting shot at by robots and running around a wall 
and it, it starts out shows her on the green screen you know running on a treadmill yeah jumping around then uh then it shows it where she's cut out from the background and then it just keeps going building up to where you see how it all comes together and nice. i forget what we call that but if you search around youtube on uh on the killer robots youtube it's on there i'm gonna i'm gonna do that and i'll probably put paste it on on the one of the links oh, that yeah, you have yeah. on there um real quick um let's take a break um for those of you who are listening um it's just gonna quick pause because i gotta reload the video for those of you watching again it, in a split second we'll be back at it again um so again we are here with sam giffen Gaff, Gaffin. yeah that's yeah, it i, I forgot <laughs> that a bit didn't i yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> that's one of the that's one of the names I, I have. Giffen. Giffen, Giffen Griffith. Gaffin. Gaffin, <laughs> the director of Killer Robots, uh Crash and Burn, Killer Robots and the Battle for Cosmic Potato, and the recent one, Robotica Destructiva. I love saying that name. It's just like ah. <laughs> yeah, um, but like yeah, um <laughs> again, we'll be right back, guys. Um, so stay tuned. All right. Now we're back. <laughs> now we're back. <laughs> now we're back. Cool, man. So we were talking right before the break about a lot of stuff. Uh, mainly, um, again, the costuming, mm -hmm. uh, the idea where the, the film came from, uh, a little bit about your band. But we haven't gone to the soundtrack yet, and that plays a big, important role, I think, um, mm -hmm. as far as movie-wise. What made you pick? Aside from, again, have been electronic because it is outer space, mm -hmm. more techie, whatnot. The 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 feel and the mood, the type of music for for these particular type of of films that you have so far. Um, let's see. I can go by movie by movie. Go for it. <clears throat> okay, let's see. Uh, let's see, Cosmic Potato. I can't remember mm -hmm. what what I did for that one. I think I was taking uh, some of the songs I was writing for Killer Robots and I was turning those into uh, longer electronic pieces to fit with that movie. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, trying to remember how the music went. Yeah, I, I remember there's a couple of Killer Robots songs that that I, I stretched out into, and then, then there was some uh, some stuff that came directly from the band, and. Uh, that's all I remember from that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, real quick, real quick before you go on. Now, the guys in the band are not necessarily the guys in the film, right? Oh, they're in the film too. Yeah. All those but, Trog, Trog is in the band, Strobo's in the band, and Max. See, Strobo's the one with the he's got these wires on his shoulders and he's got a big bulb. Yeah, bulb. the big red bulb in the front. Yeah. Strobo and then Trog, of course, is the big fists. And um and Max is the one. He's got these uh these tubes coming off his his uh, yeah the ones uh, almost flare from his elbows yeah yeah and he flies around see he he was a keyboardist at first and he became the drummer and then uh Trog he was kind of a drummer at first he would we we had this uh a we bought a little kid's drum set and we put it out and and uh <laughs> on stage and he would come out with a big fist and he would stand in front of it and uh, we'd do like a countdown. And so, you know, people would be like, oh, how's he going to play that drum set? And, you know, once it this, this started, he just bashed it to pieces and, you know, pieces would go everywhere. 
And, you know, every show we we would do that, but we'd lose a piece of the drum set because someone yeah. would find it and they'd take it home. So eventually it was just gone. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, uh, so yeah, Max moved to, moved to drums eventually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then Trog just, uh, he just kind of, we'd have people dressed up as monsters and it, their heads would be filled with candy. The heads were like paper mache that would be on top of their real head. Yeah. Uh, and Trog would like, uh, he'd come out and he'd, he'd smash the, the candy, the, the basically the got his mid bash and moping and, you know, people would dive in and grab the candy and, and uh, nice. <laughs> there was a couple of, close concussion but <laughs> i think everybody's okay <laughs> nice you haven't got any sues so you're, you're good <laughs> sue us for all our candy <laughs> yeah oh okay so the second movie music for a second movie oh music for a second movie yeah i was uh i was gonna try to do an orchestral soundtrack so i so i work with fl studio which used to be called fruity loops and yeah. uh I, I got a huge sample pack of orchestral sounds. So I was uh -huh. going to try to make it sound like a, a basil Polidorus soundtrack, like the, the guy did Conan and Robocop. And okay. I don't know if I got anywhere close to that, but no, <laughs> no, <Okay>. no. <laughs> so, so it's, uh, uh, yeah. So I missed the target on that, but I, I feel like it, we got something different, you know, and, and it was it was a very distinct sound. Now those last one, Robotica Destructiva. What talk about the music for that one? The music for that one, I just got really got into electronic music from you know craft work. Uh, there's a there's some guys like Vangelis. Um, um, God, who else was there? John Michael Jar, and there's also this the there's a whole um, the genre of synth wave that's coming out mm -hmm. and so so yeah i just kind of jumped into that got really into that and and kind of snowballed from there nice. you know watching you know a lot a lot of times i just, just watched a movie i'm I'm constantly making up different music and songs and stuff and but you know i'll watch the movie and i'll, I'll try to get a feel for it and then I'll go, okay this song will work in this part and, and that's basically how that works and i, I tried to try to keep using certain themes for for certain situations and in this movie anyway and i think in and crash and burn i just just had a bunch of songs and just okay that one <laughs> that one there okay this one here <laughs> <Just kept going. laughs> but yeah. but it worked again it, it's a mosh posh just jumbled mess but it's a good <laughs> mess it's yeah, a I really like good it's a really good mess Oh, hold on, I kind of like I like that description. Yeah, there's some of my favorite movies are, are I'd say are are like a big cool mess. Like uh, I don't know if you ever seen a uh, Ricky O, the uh, story of Ricky. Uh, yeah, I'll send you a link. <laughs> it's, okay. it's amazing. <laughs> or you'll hate it. I don't know. <laughs> One of those. Well, I mean, I don't know because I'm I'm I grew up in the '80s, '90s ish. Yeah. Um, so a lot of these movies, like when you say, you know, you got you, you reach back and you pull some of those movies mm -hmm. or movie moments or tropes and stuff that you liked from that era. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down, man. I'm done with all that because I see right. certain things and I'm like, 
Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's yeah. All right. You know, <laughs> so it it's it's a comfort for me because one, I get to see the actual hands-on, tangible people. Even though yes, you're you're. It's almost like a cut and paste, you know, little right. action figure that you're doing, but it's well done. Till you're like, that's what I'm used to when I was growing up. That's the right. movies that we saw. You know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, dude, it's it's. <laughs> I really enjoyed it a lot, bro. Oh, thanks, um, man. That's a it's a it was so it's so much fun to put together, and you you kind of get a feeling that's going to work, and it's great to hear that it, it connects. Yeah. It did, man. Now I got a question for you because, and and I don't have experience in this, so so mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you. Um, some of the filming that you did was on green screen, I imagine, right? Right, right. How did you? work with your actors and again not that it's not a serious movie mm -hmm. but it's not a drama so right. nobody's like crying oh <laughs> but at the same time you still have to believe that the character you're seeing on the screen is that that character right, right. so how do you go about in this type of film to be able to tell your actor look you are tribe and even though you don't see shit behind you, it's just green. This yeah. is where we're at and so forth. How do you go about that process? Mostly it's uh, the actors. <laughs> they're, uh, they're just, I think my experience with actors so far is if they've got the enthusiasm to do it, that they're in it. They're, they don't seem to have a problem uh, pretending that they're they're on another planet and they're a robot i yeah i haven't really i haven't really run into anybody that's 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 running you know had a had trouble getting into character i, I don't know what it maybe it's the makeup or the, yeah. the costume and and they're just okay we're there and i tell them okay over there's a, a a giant robot with machine guns for hands and he's shooting at you and uh and this is your line and they they usually know what to do. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I wish I could say it was me and I, I directed them into this these performances, but yeah, it just I don't know. It just happens. <laughs> nice, nice. A little bit of humbleness there. I, I can, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Nice. Yeah, because a lot of times I hear people like, oh, it's so hard to get into character when it's just green and there's mm -hmm. nothing there to give you motivation. I'm like, I don't know. I'd be hyped up wearing all this yeah, cool yeah. gear and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like everybody wants wants to do a, a good job too. It's like, uh, and even even a lot of them that are non actors, they uh -huh. they want to they they want to get to that point where they sound like a real, they sound like they're actually delivering the lines and they're a real character. You know, that's, yeah. That's what. Yeah, that seems like. Yeah, it seems like everybody just wants to to get to that get to that. I don't know what I'm saying right now, but they, yeah, they want to do a good job. <laughs> no, no, I I get you. I totally get you. Um, and I I'm gonna say you have been blessed. You have been blessed to be able to have a cast that's 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 in it, you know, mentally and in, in there. Yeah, so that's yeah. badass. Um, let's talk a little bit about budget. Um, because I know you said you pieced it together. Right, right. Um, how did you go about? fundraising or or funding the film did you do fundraising did you do just out of pocket yeah it was like a a lot of it's a 
Well, I should mention uh, John and Laurel Schumann, who who own Dead Spider Studios in Apopka, yeah. which is uh, and just basically their garage. <laughs> yeah. They they're kind enough to to move all their lawn equipment out of the way and and let us set up their our green screen and and uh, film there. And so that's 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 a huge part of budget that that you know to rent a to rent a soundstage somewhere would probably I don't think we could we would have been able to to pull it together but uh uh-huh. because of them we were able to do that so so that and then uh we got to feed everybody so you know it might be pizza or we'll go to you know um you know waffle house afterwards or something like that oh man yeah. I'm I'm down <laughs> waffle house so, so yeah it's um you know if uh gas money if uh if they want gas money to get back mm-hmm. home somehow <laughs> so we'll provide that <laughs> and uh you know that's that's mainly and the rest of it's just time you know time yeah uh putting it together so so yeah so but yeah it, w- it would be nice to raise a budget just to just to be able to you know cover cover things like uh you know a little bit for everybody to you know for their time and stuff but Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get something together in the future. I haven't even tried fundraising yet. Uh, no? No, no. Oh, you're crazy, dude. So yeah, uh, no. all of this has come <laughs> out of your own pocket. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, I have to, have to look into that for the next one. Man. Now, I, what about like, um? I know on, I think it was this last one, Robotica, um, you had a screening at a theater, right? Uh-huh. Um, was that part of part of like your your whole you know process or um I don't know, did y'all plan any marketing? Because again, it appeared on my Facebook feed. So I don't know if once you had the screening, um talk to me a little bit about that. Okay, uh well, uh, well uh, Morgan who played um one of the characters who was uh, I don't know if you remember uh, the character uh, Mohana. He had a big giant collar and he had uh two backup dancers. Were floating oh yeah, him. yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking yeah, about. She played one of the that was a really dance. that was a really good. I I liked the the organs. It looked like he had an organ. Oh, yeah, mind. yeah, yeah. It does look like organs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, Morgan. Uh, she she was uh friends with um. Well, she's still friends with him, but uh, Tim Anderson over at the Enzion, which is a uh, a theater here in um. Uh, Orlando, Florida, or Maitland, Florida, actually, and they play like art house movies and yeah. and a lot of like uh, yeah cult movies and stuff. So she um, she got us talking to him, and so that's how we set that up. And then all the marketing for that pretty much came from them and and what they were doing. And I just kind of followed on what they were doing. And so yeah, I'm also terrible at marketing, so I got <laughs> I got to work. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Like, oh I, I swear you are the luckiest <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean right uh i've got some stuff planned for robotic instructiva that that uh that i'll be learning at the same time so what i'm going to do is just i'm going to make videos uh-huh. on every 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 step i take so okay. and so as I'm learning how to do it, I'll have record of it and I'll I'll put it up on YouTube eventually. And what I'll do is I'll I'll try one thing, see how it works out, show the results of it. And uh so so I've got 
as soon as I get everything, everything quiets down, <laughs> I can focus. On it. I get you. I get you. Now yeah. I will say, and I'm going to, maybe I, I'm shooting my own self in the foot for giving you this, but I want to help out here. I know you do 3d modeling, right? Mm -hmm. Have you thought of doing like a 3d model action figure of your four main characters and printing them out and then like kind of selling those as collector's items? Yeah, you know Strobo always he's always saying that he's like we gotta have action figures, <laughs> dude. I would buy an action figure of, of one actually all four of them because you you had to collect the whole series, man. Right, right, <laughs> all right. I'm gonna write it down. Action, bro. You do modeling. <laughs> That's easy for you. You get on the right. computer like five minutes later. Bam, you have a model oh, of yeah. your of your. Well, actually, you even have the models already made up because oh, you yeah, have the, we got, the we got the animation. Characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, I don't know what what's going on. <laughs> Sam, you're fired. You're, you're not allowed to make any more yeah. more films. <laughs> it's so many parts. Dude. It's like, oh, oh my god, I was. I... So, so going with that, do you have a team, or is this like you are the team of of uh, what was your company called again? Let me hold on. Let me. Oh, Lushy Lemming. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah, that yeah, you? Pretty, pretty much. Uh. uh Depends uh what what the guys are doing, you know. Like uh, um, sometimes when I need something from them, I'll call them up. <laughs> like it's like I need a voice on this song over here. Can you can you can you do that? And be like, all right, come out and add it in. And, uh, I'm telling you, you're lucky, Sam. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. I'm, I'm deleting this podcast. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, future plans for the next sequel trequel next set of movies yeah, are I you ever going to link the, the the world of you know yeah, to the robots it might be that might be fun to fun to do now the i got another one i'm working on it's going to be kind of similar to the last two movies uh it's um it's going to be a lot of green screen i'm, I'm probably going to try out some more stop motion characters and okay. try to try those out and uh and Trog, the guy who plays Trog, he really wants to do one that's not on green screen and in the real world. Uh -huh. so, so I've got another idea about that where they they come to Earth and and there's some uh, there's some adventures happening and stuff. Nice. So I was thinking of maybe filming those simultaneously. So five years from now. Instead of just one movie, we'll have two. <laughs> nice. I'm down. Oh, man, that'd be so cool. Again, dude, I, watching, uh, it's crazy because I wish everybody could watch these movies. Um, And you know what? It was, it was, Um, I liked the music and it went well. And it, and again, it, it kind of threw me back to the old Kiss movies that had a storyline, but it was really, really scientific -y sci-fi kind of out there craziness mm -hmm. um the rocket horror picture show same thing it, all those movies that kind of again going back to the 80s you right. know mentality of of films that are crazy and are out there and they're badass <laughs> they're cult classics <laughs> um so that's where i was like man dude why is he not making more big just blowing up big time now, with that said, I, and I'm sorry, I'm really scatterbrained. With that said, do you find yourself that 
And I know people ask you continuously, hey, when's the next one coming out? But you're like, oh, I want to venture out something new because you've done other films, right? You, you've done a horror flick. A little short films, yeah. There was Zombie Deborah and Wrath of the Minotaur. Yeah. Both so, with Crystal, uh, who plays Luna and Robotic and Destructiva. Cool. So with that, do, I mean, do you find yourself that you're kind of almost being pigeonholed into like, oh, you're you're the Robotica guy. You're you're the crazy robot director. Yes. You know, I, I, I've i got some other projects I want to do, but I do find that the, the robot movies are really easy to, to write and put together because I think because I just know the guy's personalities and I know and it just kind of falls together. So I think that's why I keep I keep going and doing robot movies because <laughs> it just seems like it. Yeah, it just seems like it could fall right into it and stuff. So but I, I do have some horror movies I, I'm going to got got on the uh got on the list to do so i'll probably i'll probably try to fit them in in between while we film other stuff basically yeah. that's what i did with the other short movies zombie deborah and uh wrath of the minotaur just when there was like downtime between uh-huh. uh robot shoots i'd film that stuff and and those seem to come together really quick too nice what's your favorite horror genre horror genre probably Probably sci-fi horror. <laughs> ah, you go back to sci-fi. No, okay. I know I can't. Aside I can't from sci-fi, <laughs> uh, I know my my favorite horror movie. I say like Evil Dead is a is a favorite, and uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Phenomena by uh, no. Dario Argento. Yeah, it's a it's a that's a that's a great one. If you catch that one, it's got a it's Jennifer Connelly uh, plays the student. At, I think it's a girls school or something and she controls insects uh-huh. and donald pleasance is in it and he's um i think he's a wheelchair bound insect expert and he's got a a little he's got a monkey that that's like his assistant it helps him out and uh and it's, it just keeps getting crazier as like there's like this mutant child they've got locked away in this this like terrible room (laughs) (laughs) i can't remember the plot but i just remember everything of course it's got music by iron maiden and motorhead and and goblin is doing you know parts of the soundtrack and yeah you check it out (laughs) i gotta look at one of those movies where it's just like i think what was the name again it's called i think it's phenomena and um Jennifer Connelly, Donald Pleasant. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was 1985. Yeah. Why did they rename it Creepers? Did they rename it Creepers? Oh, oh yeah, it was it's called Creepers. Also, that was another alternate title. Okay. They, it might have been released yeah, yeah. as Creepers in the U.S. Yeah, featured music by Iron Man and Motorhead. That is crazy. I'd never heard of this, <laughs> bro. You just turned me on to something new here, and I'm gonna <laughs> hate you for this, but <laughs> yeah, I think that the Creepers version might have been the first one I saw, and it, it was a little bit shorter than the Phenomena version. Yeah, he's got a really good cast there. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
That's crazy. All right, I'm sorry. I get distracted. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I want everybody to watch that movie. <laughs> no, man. Everybody should be watching your films, bro. Oh, yeah. I want to watch my movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> right afterwards, go check out right. Okay. So, so let, let's, let's, let's recap real quick because um, I, I want to make sure it, we've been talking for a little bit. Your movies. Um, let me go back here. Your feature films, three of mm -hmm. them right now. Right. The first one, uh, 2009, Killer Robots and the Battle for the Cosmic Potato. Mm -hmm. After that, shortly released, uh, The Killer Robots Crash and Burn 2016, of mm -hmm. which you said none of these films kind of uh, lock in or coincide with each other. Yeah, they're, they're all, all standalone. Mm -hmm. Okay. So y'all don't have to watch them all together. Uh, my advice is only watch the the, the two. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Um, and then this last one is Robotica Destructiva 2023. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. And on your site, you could actually look him up, um, samgaffin.com, or you could go to um, Killer Robots, I think. Mm -hmm. Killer Robots. Uh, dot TV. Dot TV. Mm -hmm. uh where else can you go you could go on vimeo look them up yeah vimeo you youtube's got a bunch of stuff on killer robots youtube i know uh tubi tubi is one of them oh, yeah, you can find your movie tubi's uh, got crash and burn and if it might be a week from now but i think robotic destructive is going to be on tubi also oh man you're gonna break in because yeah okay we're gonna put make sure we put those in there <laughs> um and then also on amazon if you want to buy the dvd you could buy i know i'm, I'm going to put my order in for i didn't see disruptiva was it uh it's not on dvd yet i've no right i still got to work on that one get all the stuff together all the bloopers and and extra stuff to put in yeah on it but, but yeah, i know I, the yeah. the crash and burn is on dvd yeah yeah that's on and blu-ray right yep yeah what about um battle for the cosmic potato i didn't see a that's physical a, release uh yeah that's there's a bunch of them in my closet back here <laughs> me, just write me and I'll, <laughs> I'll hook you up <laughs> oh definitely i'm gonna have to write you because i was gonna I, I was hoping but then again like i said i didn't i didn't find any physical release for robotica because right. what i've been doing with everybody recently i've, I've been purchasing other films I'm going to send them to you so you can sign them and then send them back. Because oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I want to start a collection back here on my wall oh, of like fame of all, all of y'all. Because once y'all make it big and y'all <laughs> have these, like, you know, Netflix releases and stuff, I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Be... I, I know that guy. <laughs> Clean up on eBay. <laughs> it's like, I, I actually know how to get in contact with him directly. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to free. go through Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, oh, so so again, future projects. You do have a couple of them. Um, you're not gonna tell us anything because that's top secret, and then you have to kill us. Um, your right. band. Let's talk about your band real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, you have two um, two albums out, right? Uh, just one album. Well, actually, no, no the soundtrack album. Yeah, you're right. Ah, see, soundtrack. I know how to cyberstalk. <laughs> oh, I should <laughs> mention that there's a song on the soundtrack of um, of uh. Crash and Burn that Strobo uh, Samuel Williams wrote. It's called The uh, Convergence. Uh -huh. uh, if you remember it at the end, it's like the big song where they're they're going back and 
through dimensions and stuff and yeah. and uh and it, and he he actually plays the blues guy that's playing blues music inside the the chicken coop. I don't know if he got that far, but <laughs> but but yeah, I want to make make sure everybody knows he wrote that song. And he also wrote a the song at the end of um Robotica Destructiva called uh, Destiny Destiny Acoustic, and it's like a acoustic song. He he sings at the end. That that was Samuel Williams, aka Samuel Williams. Strobo. Strobo. So yeah, you have two albums, or you, you, the band has two albums. Mm -hmm. um, you could buy them. You could buy them, download them, uh, pirate them through. Um, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, through Spotify, really? Amazon, Apple Music, and iTunes. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. Um, oh, comic book. Yes, you have a comic book. It's a digital uh, photo comic. Um, if you want to look at it, you go to his website samgaffin.com forward slash comics um you can check it out there is there can we order a physical or is just uh, uh yeah it's just uh digital right now just digital got some, got some drawn stuff in the works though so okay. maybe the next year two years three years might see it <laughs> but, yeah and then you know you could also email him so you could get a little action figures because he's coming out with action oh, figures yeah. <laughs> next month i'm going to lock you into that i'm going to hold you to that Saturday. i'm going to look into that <laughs> 3d print your action figures of your your four main characters you should do it i'll buy them <laughs> but I'm, I'm yeah I, I like i said i really love your movies brother oh thank you a... now um with all that said um any special thanks um or anybody who's inspired you that you'd like to shout out real quick. Oh, um, yeah. I want to thank uh, the cast. Uh, there was Amber Belko, who played Mitra. Uh, Crystal Theron, who played Luna. There's um, Tori Martin, who played Azala. She was also in Crash and Burn. Mm -hmm. And so we brought her back for, because uh, everybody, she didn't have any lines in it. She was kind of part of a, um, a group of uh, uh, mercenaries. And... Um, yeah, a couple, a couple of people made comments online. Oh, I like the girl with the. This is a terrible movie, but I like the girl with the blue hair. So we're like, ah, well, you got three She's of your them. Boba Fett. <laughs> she is yes. your Boba Fett, bro. Oh uh, yeah, we we brought her back. Yeah, I think uh, we were watching the movie Crash and Burn at um at SuperCon in Miami, and uh, her character. I think yeah, I think her character died at one point, and the and everybody, a bunch of people just went ah. Oh. <laughs> so like oh, guess I'll bring her back. <laughs> nice. But yeah, she was awesome, and uh, and uh, of course the guys in the band and and Morgan for for hooking us up with the Enzion, and and I'm probably forgetting a bunch of people, but uh, I should I usually have a list of shout outs. I, I, but it's nowhere in sight. <laughs> That's all right, because we're gonna bring you back, man. Oh, yeah, this yeah. this is the first and not the last, <laughs> definitely. Um, especially because again, you have projects, and I love your film, and it's just it's a, a continued love affair of, of projects that you have, and I'm pretty sure, you know, everybody who's who's around you, and it sounds like it, you yeah. know, feels the same love, the the same passion for these characters, this world that you've created, brother. Because right. <laughs> otherwise, I mean man you got everything going on that's bad yeah it's it's a it's a lot of fun that's for sure cool man oh real quick um before i forget um and and, and my time's running out but i want to ask you real quick because you brought this yeah. up when you were in a live screening 
and you heard that all and and that the the comments behind you how did that make and the only reason i ask because when i have my my screening to hear when people are supposed to laugh when people are supposed to do what that hit those beats i was like yeah yeah, yeah, something cool. yeah, exactly. How, yeah. how was your your feeling? Yeah, it was a yeah, yeah. There was a lot of that where 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 you hear it and you go, yeah, that's it. But there is one line where the, there's a character, Babette Bombshell, uh, uh-huh. yeah, this cult cult actor actress plays different type of character. Uh, he was in um, it's the movie uh, Return to Newcom High, but he okay. plays a character uh, called Ursula Andromeda, who's like this kind of taskmaster who yeah. works in the mines. And she's she's spinning through the uh, the um, the air, and I figured in, instead of using what they call the Wilhelm scream, that famous uh-huh. scream they reused, yeah, I just had her yell Wilhelm scream, and, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious, but it was yeah. silence in the theater. <laughs> oh, like, nobody caught that. Yeah. They like the uh, what a world, what a world from you know the Wizard of Oz, the yeah, melting witch. But yeah, nobody nobody's caught the uh, the uh, Wilhelm Wilhelm scream. The the, yeah. Yeah, the I mean, you can't win them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of good jokes there that was I thought were good jokes and they seemed to hit hit well. So I'm trying to think of what they were. But I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Again, you can't win them all, but you have won us over here at, at Film News. And uh-huh. I do appreciate and thank you for yeah. the time that you spent with us um, this last hour or so talking. And, and man, guys, again, click on the links, follow um, Sam, go to see his films, um, his three films. Or the most recent film, uh, which is, again, Robotica Destructiva. I like seeing that so much. Yeah. <laughs> Killer Robots and the Battle for the Cosmic Potato and Killer Robots Crash and Burn. Um, again, you can either find them on uh, Amazon, on Tubi. Um, if you can't find them, you ain't looking. Um, when you do find them and you watch them, please hit the like, hit the reshare, um, leave a comment, leave a, a critique. Uh, rate them because it helps us as independent filmmakers uh, raise up that metadata, support indie filmmakers, and that's the best way you could do it. So watch, re-like, all that good stuff. Hit, man, hit recycle so it could keep playing over and over. You know. <laughs> also, Troma Now also has a bunch of movies on there. Do they? Yeah, Crash and Burn, Cosmic Potato, and I think Robotic and Destructive is going to be on there now. So if you have a Troma Now subscription, or if you want to get one, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Nice, nice. I like how you slid it in there. Yes. <laughs> all right, Sam. Thank you again for all, right, all your time. You. Thank you for being with us. Um, and hopefully we could bring you back once you get those action figures, bro. Oh action yeah, figures. yeah. I'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I'll be hitting you up. Um, uh, so I could get my copy of dang uh what is it called the the oh, cosmic potato. potato. <laughs> yes. All right. Until next time, film noobs. Please again hit the like, share, subscribe. Follow these damn awesome filmmakers. There's a lot of hard work, passion, sweat, blood, tears goes into these movies. And the only way we could continue is if you just hit like, hit fucking (laughs) nine out of 10, hit five out of fucking three, whatever. Just (laughs) support them, support every single one of them. You don't necessarily have to buy it, but hell, you could retweet it, re-Facebook these guys. They deserve it. So until next time, guys. 
Bye. And uh, hopefully see you again. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Good luck.